Hi everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It, where we watch shows we love and then rip them apart. Hey Dawn, how was your Halloween? Eventful. Eventful. It was pretty eventful. I went to a party. It was interesting. (laughs) Oh, okay. But then I bar hopped afterwards and it was... It was one of those nights where it's like, I'm not one to go out a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm that homebody type. (laughs) Sure. So when I go out, I'll go out. So I was out till like 3.30 in the morning. Damn. I can't even remember the last time I was out until 3.30 But I was like, why to wait? Like, I was all about it because it's like- Good for you, girl. Good for you. Honestly, once I'm out, I'm out. And that's- how the night went and i was so happy about you gotta it. be in the mentality that's, that's why sure. it was a saturday it was great i paced myself so the next day i wasn't like extremely hungover excellent Love it was good hear. it was a nice time how about yours it was the opposite of yours i stayed in and i watched two halloween-ish movies you said you watched Scream and your yes. friends said they never saw it. Yes. And didn't I watched know the Scream ending? with two people who had never seen Scream before. And didn't know the ending. One person didn't know the ending. The other person did. Okay. Well, that bothers me a lot. It's kind of concerning because everyone should know how Scream ends. Scream is like circa 94, 95? 96. Right? Oh, okay. Close yes. enough. Yes. We did a lot of Googling that night because we were watching that and then we were talking about other movies that came out in the similar time period. That was a very good year for for cult classic horror movies. Absolutely, yes. So yeah, we we did watch that. But that that was like the extent of my Halloween activity and I'm pretty okay with it. But that's good because I feel like I wish I watched more horror movies. Usually I give myself a saw marathon during Halloween spooky season. The only thing I have to watch is Hocus Pocus, which I know you've never seen, which is kind never of, seen kind of kinda, a crime. I kind of don't have like a desire to watch okay well you should get over that because it's a great movie but that's the only halloween movie that i make a point to watch every year i feel like the rest of the nation does as well because it's a good movie so you know get off your high horse i guess i have to (laughs) yeah so we just finished watching midnight in the switchgrass which i knew i wasn't going to be a fan of but I will say, I was the one that brought it to our attention. John's very good at selecting I'm shitty selecting movies. I'm selecting the shitty movies because, okay, I have several reasons why I picked this movie. So I watch a lot of reality television. We know this. And I watch Vanderpump Rules. Okay. And one of the players, and I'm going to call them players because at this <laughs> point, acting is not a strong suit, is... Lala Kent and her fiance is Randall Emmett, who produced mm. this movie. Directed. Directed, wow. produced this was the his whole director debut. He, he legit did the whole thing of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. He sure and did. And then after he does this, he has a, uh, well, Lala has a podcast with him. It's called um, Give <laughs> Them Lala. The no. It, no. <laughs> It's called Give Them Lala with Randall. So then they ended up having an episode where they had two of the stars of the movie, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Coulson, which right. is his real Coulson, name. Coulson, what's his name? I don't know the last name, but his name is Coulson. It came up a million times when I was like looking it up. Uh, Baker? Coulson Baker? Hold on. Hold on. Stand Am by. Let me confirm. 
son of a bitch. I feel like that's not so taken. typical, but at the same time, I'm no, you're sure. right. It's Colson Baker. Ba- Col- All right, so Colson Baker. So they were in it, and they did a whole thing, and this is how their love, their relationship. Blossoms. He's younger know. than us. Do you know that? How old is he? He's 31 years old. Okay. Well, I'm 34. I will be 32 in nine days. Nine <laughs> so, days. So I'm older than him. Yes. <laughs> um, how old is Megan Fox? I think she's younger than us as well. She might be your age, actually. Uh, she No, she is 35 years old. Oh, she's a year older than me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Not a horrible age difference. No, but regardless, no, no. this is how they met, the fell in love, the whole thing, right? Sure. So I'm like, okay, this looks like it could be a good movie. Like just the premise and how it was kind of advertised in a way, given the social media outlets and like reality television stars. Like it got a lot was- of buzz just because of their relationship. Yes, which absolutely. feels kind of weird. <laughs> Absolutely. So then the premiere happens, right? They don't show up Mm -hmm. because Coulson, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly, is like, the movie was trash. Yeah. That's why I didn't show up. So everyone was thinking, oh, it was because of the mask mandate. Okay. Nobody. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't think they wore masks at the premiere. So it, whatever he was trying to. Make us his excuse did not work. But he ended up saying, like, they didn't show up because the movie was trash. And I'm not going to lie, wasn't a fan of the movie. The movie was trash. It was trash. <laughs> it was an accurate assessment. And I didn't want to think that it was only because I want to give Randall some credit. Do we? I do. Only because, not even just for this movie, Randall was also, I believe, if I'm mistaken well uh, tell me because i did a lot of research he right no tied, i understand he was tied to the irishman which won lots that's, of awards yes that's what i wanted to say he was tied to the irishman he has things coming up i don't think he's an awful producer and that's why i think he kind of ran with these stars because because they were together or met because of the movie he ran with that but I don't think they cast it in before they were actually No, couples, exactly. That's so. what I'm saying. So it was after the fact. After production happened, when they were doing, you know, when they had to actually promote the movie, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my God, they're together now. And this is how we can promote the movie. So I think they kind of ran with that aspect of the whole thing. Without realizing their movie was awful. Garbage. Yeah. Well, fun fact. um, Randall Emmett has another movie coming out in 2020 called Wash Me in the River. Please stop it. No. Yeah. Well, we're past 2020. What movie is coming out? It's it's coming out in 2020. 20, <laughs> 2022. I was going to say 2020 passed. <laughs> um, Wash Me in the River starring Robert De Niro. And John Malkovich. And, fun fact, Machine Gun Kelly was also supposed to be in this movie. But he's not anymore. But backed out due to, quote, scheduling conflicts. Yeah, because he knows the End quote. Trash. <laughs> this one was trash. Yeah, sure. Sure, that's why he backed out. I yeah. feel really bad about Robert De Niro, though, only because of 
The Irishman, because The Irishman was very good. I liked yes, it a lot. Yes, it was, it was a very successful movie and, and critically acclaimed as well. But uh, so this this movie coming up, Wash Me in the River, it's also being billed as a thriller. It's um, the story of a recovering opioid addict who seeks revenge on the dealers responsible for selling the drugs that resulted in his fiance's death. All I feel like there's somebody else in that trapped. movie besides John. There Alex. are. I mean, there. I mean, there are plenty of other people in that movie, but. Those are the two like bigger names that I was like, Jesus, they were willing to tie their. No, I need to. I wow, Robert De Niro must really trust Randall. Exactly. I mean, and and so same thing with Bruce Willis in in Midnight in the Switchgrass. I did not like this. I did not like him at all. In this. Okay, so before we get to get to discussing that, I just want to. So I had pulled. I did some like light research on the movie prior. And Randall Emmett had had an interview with People Magazine. Mm-hmm. What he said about Midnight in the Switchgrass was, quote, you cannot go wrong when you pair actors such as Megan Fox, Emile Hirsch, and Bruce Willis with an exceptional story of crime, deceit, and suspense. We can't wait to share it with the world. End quote. So- okay. I love you, Emmett. <laughs> But after watching this, I did not appreciate it at all. And only because, okay, so you produce it, you didn't write it clearly. The writing was so bad. The writing was garbage. Garbage. So much so, can I give you a little tidbit? Go ahead, please. I love how we have so many tidbits before actually going into the, <laughs> the actual. We have to set the stage adequately for what a disaster this movie was. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Oh. I love you. I Bruce, love you so much. Brucey, Brucey, Bruce. Brucey. Die Hard. You know, those were the glory Armageddon. days. Armageddon. Glory days. So many things. He had the personality of a paper bag in this movie. I did not appreciate it. Holy shit. And it he makes was sense. was awful. Can I tell you why it makes sense? Tell me. Please, he, make it make sense. He filmed his scenes, all of his scenes, in one day. That actually makes a lot of sense. A thousand percent. That makes a lot of sense because all of his scenes were garbage. <laughs> he had zero I feel like investment. He didn't, no, no, he didn't. Exactly. He wasn't even like when I talk about dead behind the eyes, whenever oh, I God. talk about that, yes. it's that's what this felt like in absolutely the acting sense. Totally. Absolutely. He was not committed to the role at all. I didn't feel connected to his character. They had like one attempt where he was talking to Megan Fox and it was like, oh, my wife's going to divorce me. And it was just like, why are we? It was a joke. Why are we talking about this? Like, what (laughs) what is happening right now? And then he gets really vicious with her later in that diner Uh scene where he's like, you're toxic. You're going to get me killed. And then just leaves. And it's like, oh, okay. Um what <laughs> you would think that somebody who's been partnered with another person for a long time would actually care about whether or not they survived right but he just doesn't seem to so it's it's very misleading to say that bruce Will- willis stars in this movie because he does not no he's barely in it and when he is in it he's really not in it it's like half halfway in i really want to know how much he got paid he's not hurting for money so he's not hurting for money but at the same time kind of like okay i need to know how much you got well and i would love to know why he signed on for this project because if he is not hurting for money why did he read the script and be like yes 
this is definitely but that's what i'm what saying like who is the in. person that really reeled him in and i feel like it was randall okay but like wh- what did i he, don't know why what did he i used to reel him i'm in? not trying to be a dick but i do like randall i do like randall as a person i wish i met him as a person i think he's a good guy but at the same time who are the writers on this movie again well, it's- producers are different writers also should get the brunt of what just happened what we just watched well i think everybody has a hand in it because you know you can't you can't direct a project where you feel like the dialogue is is not good right you know like at that point you're the person who says this scene feels really fucking awkward. Can we do something about this dialogue? The whole that was the whole movie, though. It was the whole movie, but which makes me think that you and I could do so much better. And oh, we totally could, but you know, we're not in that industry. No, so. we're in the legal field. Yeah, we're just critiquing and not knowing anything more than the people who are involved in the industry. But whatever, we're fine. Do we want to get into the we movie? We do. We absolutely do. Okay, great. Would you like to get started? I would like to start with the fact that the movie is set in 2004 for no apparent reason. Okay. Like, why? Well, you researched the actual crime. Well, yes. not the crime, but the actual serial killer that yes. we're dealing with. So, allegedly. Or murderer. I, was he a serial killer? <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. This was a bad dude. So, this movie claims to be based upon a real-life serial killer. His name is Robert Ben Rhodes, and his nickname was the Truck Stop Killer. So Time out. I feel like our lives are revolved around truck drivers. Truck driver serial killers. Yeah. Yes. Um, lots of similarities with Riverdale. And Which this is, is scary. I, I Can I be honest? I did not pick this movie based on that. I did not know that's what we were getting at. I just knew I wanted to do the movie. Because of my reality TV connections. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but conveniently, very much overlap. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I did not realize it would overlap in that sense. So this is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's a lot of similar material. I just think we are attracted to (laughs) To... truck driver killers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, they're the perfect kind of serial killer. They are. Because they cross jurisdictional lines all the time, and it makes them so much harder to catch than your average serial killer that stays in the same area. So, yeah, they kind of commit the perfect crimes. And particularly, Robert Ben Rhodes focused on sex workers migrants you know people that would not be missed Mm -hmm. so he murdered lots of people um lots of women in particular do we have a number at all yeah no we do so well so he was only charged with three murders okay but was suspected to have murdered around 50 people between that's quite a number it's quite a lot and they and they do this because they kind of match missing persons reports with his truck routes at the time and seeing where he was in the country so and he he said that he you know he confessed to other murders that were never able to be proven so um he was only charged with three he was actually charged with two more but the victim's families requested um that they 
not charge him with the final two murders just to kind of put the whole thing to bed. Oh, okay. So the charges were dropped for those, but he is currently serving a life sentence without parole. All right. So he's still alive, like, hanging out in a... In a prison somewhere. Just hanging out. But he was convicted in 1994. So, like, all of this happened before 2004. So they're using that as the... So I don't honestly know why. And and this is very loosely based because that's sort of where the similarities end. So he's a truck driver who preyed on sex workers. But... You know, like, that's kind of it. That's, like, the the end of the inspiration because he, real life, Robert Bunn Rhodes, he got married three times. He had a son. He didn't have a daughter. And he wasn't the perfect father. He was an abusive husband. So uh, it's it's very loosely based upon these murders. So there's that. But there's really no reason for it to be set in 2004. That's kind of my beef with Yeah, with that's that an situation. interesting time. I don't know why they picked that. Like, why even identify it? Between that and saying that we're in Pensacola, which we tried to start a drinking game every time they announced the name Pensacola. Right. Anytime they said Pensacola and anytime we saw Switchgrass. Yeah, we were they, liked, they really liked to show us just... Literally just switchgrass. They really leaned into the switchgrass. That was that was a, a heavy, heavy theme. But we find out though, early on, twenty minutes in, because I asked you to pause it. I remember twenty minutes in, the sister, right? It was the sister, the mother. Oh, the mother, really? Okay, well, okay. yeah, it's the when Emil Hirsch goes to talk to the yes, mother. the mother. I'm sorry, the mother of the. Girl who was discovered in the first, like, 30 seconds of the movie. Okay, so the mom gives a story, basically. Right. We get an explanation for the title. But, like, <laughs> again, 20 minutes in, like, this is the title. I was shocked. I honestly didn't expect to get an explanation for the title, or at least not get one until the very end of the movie. So this was like, oh. She was saying that, like, as a child or whatever, like... They would hide in the switchgrass, so I quoted that. And then she goes, till the clock strikes 12 or midnight, whatever. So there we go. That's our title. Right. Midnight in the switchgrass. Like, she said it, like, right after the other. It was very... It was weird, and I don't know what we're supposed to make of that, because... So, you you were mostly correct on that. The only thing is, like, they were hiding from their... Abusive father, their alcoholic yes. father, and he would come looking for them, presumably to beat them or right, know, whatever. whatever. And they would hide in the switchgrass at night from him. And sometimes he would find them, and sometimes he wouldn't. And so I guess we're supposed to follow a parallel from this to Peter and his murders <laughs> like i like i don't this is the thing that really confuses me about right. this movie is because i don't i feel like we were supposed to make some kind of profound connection from one to the other but they're not directly they're not connected insane because here we are watching the movie and we hear those two lines back to back and we're like that's the title of the movie but at the same time it doesn't it really doesn't have really anything. have anything to do with what's going on right now. No. If 
you know, if their father had turned out to be the trucker, <laughs> then maybe that right. would have made sense. But it's an entirely different person perpetrating acts of violence against different women. So I don't know. Are we just supposed to assume that, like, men are always going to perpetrate acts of violence? against? Like I, like, I don't know what we're supposed to get from that. It, that bothered me a lot. I don't I know. understand. I don't know why we I don't know what we're supposed to take from that. But I will say, and I said this to you many times when we were watching, I think Emil Hirsch carried this movie. I think his acting was the most <sighs> sincere, the most invested. Tell me any other person in this movie who was giving 100%. No, nobody gave 100%. <laughs> Emil Hirsch I'll give you 100%. that. Nobody gave 100%. But I did not think, I did not think that Emil Hirsch was the best. Well, I mean, like, what are we saying the best? Like, we have to compare just within this movie. Within this movie. Okay, he was the only one that really gave us anything. Yes, I agree. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, because I saw because a lot. Because everything else was awful. I really wanted to like Megan Fox. So did I. she's been through a lot with Hollywood and, you know, being smacked down because of the fact that she's a beautiful woman and Hollywood just really, like, chews up and spits out beautiful women. Right. So I really wanted to appreciate her performance in this movie, but I didn't love it. I thought no. it was kind of weak. And in certain scenes, it felt very forced and contrived. And I was particularly annoyed towards the end where she was being held captive by Peter. Mm-hmm. And she's like crying and, and like broken down. And it's like, bitch, you're supposed to be like this really tough like FBI agent. And sure, it's okay to be scared. Right, but- like you're the reason Bruce Willis quit. Yeah, but like be in command of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a big moment for you to be able to face your demons and and come out of this, you know, a hero. I, I don't know. I I felt a little bit let down by her performance in particular yes. because I I think I expected so much from it and I was really hoping she was going to save it, but I, I think Emil Hirsch did it. I think he saved this movie for me. He did except for his mustache. I didn't like it. Look, it was uh, 2004. We have to make allowances. <laughs> I keep forgetting it was supposed to be 2004. Yes, 2004. We can't forget. He no. had a Motorola Razor, so. He did. <laughs> he so did. Uh, definitely appreciated that. I miss it. I'm kind of upset that I don't have one anymore. You know who is the, I, who I think the worst actor in this movie was? Oh, God. Who? His wife. Peter's wife? No. Or, oh, Emil yes. Hirsch's wife. Okay, so. We realized, and well, I realized. Also, Lisa realized. <laughs> I looked it up. She I, looked it I up, but I, I knew who it was. She was in Orange Is the New Black, but Emil Hirsch's wife. She had a weird fucking accent towards what the end. What was that? That was so, so strange, weird. and I did not understand why. And then, like, even in the beginning, like they show their baby, and. <laughs> <laughs> I said to you, I was like, oh, this baby is too white to be mixed. Which I'm not that type of person to be like, oh, hey, race. Never. <laughs> Absolutely never. That's for not the record. Even, Dawn is for the not, record, that's not even my not, jam. Yeah. I will tell you that right now. But given what you showed us, what they showed us, they showed us she is like hardcore Spanish. And Emil Hirsch is very white. Very, very white. 
And the baby they picked was super white, like whiter than Emile Hirsch, though. Yeah, pretty, pretty white. Pretty white. So, and blue eyes. So I was kind of like, okay, um, what are we supposed to believe? When she spoke later and they had like this intimate conversation, the accent she gave off was so off-putting. She almost sounded drunk to me. Yes. It was It was really weird. And even the conversation itself was bizarre. She was like, you said you were going to stay home and take care of our but daughter. But the accent given and she was, was weird. Number one. And it was just like, baby, you do know this guy is a cop, right? Like, you, like you're aware mm-hmm. of what his job is and... Like, you know. Right, like, he's not a nine-to-five guy. Yeah. Like, this is sort of the job that that whole scene really annoyed me. She seemed incredibly whiny for a woman who is aware of, like, who she married. (laughs) And And we both looked at each other like, what is going on right now? Like, this was just such a weird dynamic. Yeah. Shouldn't have happened. I and don't think. she had a Velma haircut from Scooby Doo. She really did, it which was, was not a. I don't recall that being a vibe in two thousand four, but no. I don't know. I was I was only a teenager, so maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't remember accurately. <laughs> I have so many weird notes that it's like well, they, I don't even well, think they. I don't cover. even. I don't know how to segue into this in a way that's not going to be weird. So I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. I would love to discover a dead body. Where and how? Just like anywhere, like on my walks through the neighborhood or just like randomly walking around. I want to be a witness to a crime scene. I don't know why. I just, I want to be useful in that way in society. Can I tell you how I am a weird person if you have not discovered this in our podcast so far? Anytime I see a bag on the side of the road <gasps> i see yes. parts of a dead body yeah it's either for me it's either that or like a litter of kittens or puppies or something it's something really bad yeah and i, and I told our co-worker cheryl <laughs> several times i'm like if i see a black bag on the side of the road whether it's the southern state or the la wherever mm-hmm. i will automatically think it's a dead body and she gets really upset with me <laughs> Because now I put it in her head that anytime she sees sure. a bag on the side of the road, it's a dead body. Yeah. But honestly, why? Why else would it be there? Yeah. I mean, I, right? it's, it's, like, it's fair that like garbage could garbage, fall Garbage, yes. But I'm still road. thinking too, like, why? Yeah. No, that that's totally fair. And like, I feel the same way. We I, watch enough true crime shit well that's the thing like i'm always sort of hyper aware of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and especially like if this is a particularly good area to dump a body by the way florida is ideal for disposing oh i'm sorry not just florida pensacola (laughs) pensacola drink Pensacola. pensacola drink but i said it a lot regardless of where in florida florida is a great place to dispose of a body because it's such a moist environment. I'm sorry. Don't say moist. I apologize to all of our viewers who hate the word moist, but fucking get over it. So it's just, it's like damp. It's humid. a damp, humid. Yes. Damp it, and humid. It accelerates decomposition. You have crocodiles it's and, very easy. and alligators. Yes. Like the. The environment is going to break it down for you in a very short period of time. So if you want to dispose of a body, which I don't recommend that you do, but if you were going to, Florida would be a great place to do it. That's all I'm going to say. If we had to, yes. Yeah, if we had to. 
So wait, do you love Machine Gun Kelly? I don't. I don't love him. I'm not like that huge ass fan. I did see him in concert and he was great. But I'm not like a crazy fan. Did you see the uh, music video he did for Bloody Valentine with Megan Fox? I did not, actually. I watched that as preparation. Oh, look at you. Well, first of all, I love the song. Like, I'm a big fan. It is a good song. It's a great Bloody song. Bloody Valentine and I Think I'm Okay are, like, two of my most favorite songs of the past 20 He does do... He is great at what he does. But yeah. it's just so funny that this is what... Well, he's mostly a rapper. But, like, for those... That album and for those couple of songs specifically, like, it's very, um, like, punk rock vibes, but, like, of the early 2000s. Yes. It's just a really nice nostalgic vibe for those of us who were, like, Absolutely. listening to music at that time. So I really like those songs. But I... The music video is kind of cute. I don't know. I like seeing him and Megan Fox together in that more than I liked seeing them together in this movie. This this whole thing was weird. I, to be honest with you, he, like we said earlier, he did not go to the premiere because he thought the movie was trash. And honestly, I thought he gave the most legit performance. Ooh. Based legit. on Based on what he was given. And what he had to do, I think he fit the bill, honestly. Well, he had very little to do, if we're being He fair. had little to do, but what he had to do, I think he fit what he had to do. Um, I don't, like, 100% disagree, but I also don't think I was particularly entranced by his performance. No, I mean, it was quick. It wasn't anything specific. Like, we didn't have to, like, base our whole opinion off of it, but... I thought I the, think he did a better job than she did. Well, I've actually I thought their second scene together was more successful than their first scene. Okay. That first scene where he's kind of running the show, I didn't like, but the second scene where she's running the show, I did. Ah, and I think the reverse. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I do think he I for him to say that the movie was trash, I don't oppose <laughs> no but no. at the same time i feel like his actual performance as an actor which we don't get to see often because he's not I, he's not <laughs> i think was decent i did appreciate it i did i think she i mean and she and i think she could have been a thousand percent better which is why i think the writing was such absolutely a fucking, yes yeah no, no i i agree because i think i could see the potential in megan fox for better roles better mm-hmm. written roles it was just this movie did not do, do yeah a it was a weird combination of things same for bruce willis why did you decide to do this movie i honestly don't know honestly your everything you did took a day to shoot it that's was so insane bad. to me and you're on the fucking cover you're you are the head right they show. build they build you're the him first like he, build yes, guy like he was the most important person you were barely in, in the movie absolutely not Emile there was Hirsch. no threat to him there was nothing like there no. was nothing we didn't care no he was so he was secondary if not tertiary character in this movie and what is what is fourth Courtenary? Courtenary? we're gonna go courtenary because <laughs> that's what i think it is yeah because Oh, my God. I hated it so much because I love Bruce Willis and I think he's phenomenal. But the writing for the for him particularly 
was not the best. It was it was bad. And it was really bad. It makes me feel like he like maybe he is secretly in debt and we don't know because why would he take this assignment with this garbage to work with? He he didn't seem like he was in it. I mean, that's that's honestly the problem with most of the people in this movie is they they just they didn't fully invest in it to the point where Do you I think could they were promised them. like we are giving you this amount of money. Mm-hmm. You only have to say four lines <laughs> within six scenes. And he's like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. And it was like millions. It must have been a lot of money because he clearly didn't feel the need to. I could have done it better for like $2,000. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, they just wanted his name attached to the project because he didn't try the best thing okay so i think at this point we're done discussing the plot of the movie what's the plot of the movie there is no plot anymore yeah okay so the premiere happens and like i said i follow all my social media people and they're at the premiere and lala who is randall's fiance right now i think they broke up at this point (laughs) it's been a whirlwind for me i am trying to follow this whole thing but anyway, they're at the premiere, and because Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly did not go, there were pictures of her in front of the poster of the movie, because the poster is Bruce Willis and Megan Fox. Her post is in front of Megan Fox's, like, she purposely situated herself in front of Megan Fox on the poster so that she can block her out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it's Bruce Willis- and then Lala is in front of Megan Fox's silhouette at that. Well, not silhouette, but actual portrait portrait of the movie poster. And I thought that was really funny. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been quite a whirlwind of there's um, weird press. Around yeah, this weird movie. press. Like it's not about the actual movie. It's about the people involved. Exactly. In the movie. So which I think makes the movie worse. Yeah, I right. mean the movie wasn't great, but now it's making it worse. Yeah, like you people guys were curious. Like they they built this whole reputation of it being interesting, and yeah. then you come into it and you're like, oh, this is this will be fun. And, and also, garbage. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly did an interview with Randall and Lala on Lala's podcast about the movie and how they met, and that has been journalized through different publications online like buzzfeed and everything else like yeah you know buzzfeed our sure our mecca our holy grail (laughs) but yeah like their interview of how they met is through that and it's for this movie to be such a downer is wild to me yeah it's a it's a big letdown so i i don't have a lot of hopes for wash me in the river but you know that's just me Maybe that'll be our next one. I honestly, I would love to do a follow up to this with Wash Me in the River. I would too. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm not gonna lie. I have probably other movies in my queue to give Lisa to watch. Uh, I'm so scared. Don is abusing me. This is an abusive relationship. Don makes me watch terrible movies and then makes me talk about them. <laughs> my jaw's on the floor. <laughs> you have the best of intentions. Thank you. <laughs> I want to draw attention to Megan Fox's screen name, username. You were really dream happy- come true. Three come C U M. Oh, it was come dream come 
true. Well, that's how she got the the truckers. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I mean, it's it's amazing. I, but why is it three? Yeah, why is it three? Dream come true three. Because you need. Does she need a number? Two. Did they, were they like, you true. need a number? <laughs> yeah. Somebody already has this username. I mean, you right. Know, you remember the struggles of AOL. I still Messenger. remember the struggles just trying to get a password. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we all do now because they make us have these ridiculous passwords. But back in the day, you know, usernames, you could try and be like unique and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and they'd be like, no, somebody already has, you know, Trucker Boy 69. So you'll have to. Of course. <laughs> Amplify that, but whatever. We didn't talk about the fact that Emil Hirsch's name is Byron. Yeah. Byron. Can you react to that, please? I'm just waiting. It's for very you. old. Just waiting for you to react. It's, no, but like, I even wrote it in my notes. It's the oldest name ever. Lord, why, why are we going with Byron? Lord Byron is the most famous Byron that I know from the uh, 18th I don't think anybody is Byron it. So... Yeah, that was an interesting choice there. We haven't talked about that. And um, mustache rides. <gasps> there was a reference to mustache yes, rides. Yes, there was. And I think I have somebody that would let me give them a mustache. Oh, ride. based on our conversation prior to the yes. podcast tonight. Yes, I do agree. I should I do a somebody... picture of somebody that would let me give them a mustache. <laughs> I literally have. I literally don't even know a single person who has a mustache. Like, just a mustache. But the picture I showed you, that's a legit mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that's a porn stash. It's a porn stash. It's a porn stash. So, yeah. That's Which the- scares me. Like, I'm not going to give a ride on that because, no. Yeah, I. you don't know where that stash has been. Uh, not even that. It's <laughs> just a very, no. What is involved in mustache maintenance? Do you have to, like, shampoo it? Like, hair? Yeah, there's a whole thing. There's like, the whole gels maintenance. and oils and, like, Ew. brushing. Guys, why? It's the same as beards, Just kind fucking of. shave it, right? I don't I mean, mind mustaches, but I don't like the term mustache ride. Look, we gotta shave our legs. Just shave your faces. <laughs> that's all, that's no, but I like say. beards. Don't say no to beards. Uh, I don't know, man. They tickle. Can I give a shout out to my... <laughs> Oh no, no, don't, don't Ben do Kissel. <laughs> I love you. This is so desperate. It's, it's not okay. desperate. <laughs> I'm just saying, I love me a beard and Ben Kissel. Less podcasts on the left. Okay, as long as you like are. Wink, wink. It's a lot of maintenance involved in a beard. I just don't see the point. We really escalated this conversation. Yeah, I actually don't know how we got here, so... I um, don't either. Let me try and reel it in. All right, here we go. I got it. Okay. Next week, we will cover the trailer to season six of Riverdale. We're doing a deep fucking dive. We're going to do a deep dive because we do not know what we're getting, and we're scared and nervous there, and yeah we're there's a lot of shit that's, we're uncertain <laughs> yeah it's a lot so we need to cover that also we will be back pr- after that with for the premiere like, <laughs> yeah we're, with actual coming, riverdale it, literally time is speeding up and yeah. we have no time to relax no we're 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 here we're constantly working we're beating ourselves up trying to get shit together we are for you guys and uh we love it we love it we love our riverdale and we're so excited to give you our recap 
of the preview for yes, season six. Yeah, the trailer. The the trailer of the five episode event, as they like to call it. Right, because then we're gonna get what? How it, long is the uh it's like a after two that? and a half month hiatus, I would estimate. And then they bring us to a Sunday, which oh god, we'll get to L- that we'll at we'll some get point. into it next time. We really can't do it tonight because the wounds are fresh. I literally just They're texted super Don fresh about this today. So I can't get into we it. We don't more know how now. to get we don't know how to feel right now, but it's still yeah. annoying. We're so. processing. I think that's the right word for it. Oh Lord. But honestly, until next week. Wait, wait. Before we go, just want to say, we saw a lot of switchgrass tonight. I just want to give a shout out to switchgrass. We saw- It's beautiful. Switchgrass in the morning, switchgrass in the evening, switchgrass at supper time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. God help me. (laughs) When switchgrass is on a bagel. (laughs) When would school- (laughs) You can eat switchgrass anytime. When would squish, squish, when would switchgrass be on a bagel? Listen, anytime, anytime, you know, bagel bites. It's not a bagel bite. TM. TM. We're sponsored by Bagel Bites this week. I Uh, wish we were. Please buy Bagel Bites. Uh, So anyway. um, Clearly not switchgrass bagels. bagels. You know. If you don't have any for me right now, I'm going to be really upset. Oh, no. Um, how awkward. I don't. But I can make you pizza. <laughs> That's the thing I could do. <laughs> I make pizza dough sometimes. Great. It'll that be, and we'll it'll have take a, about two hours. We're going to have our 90s sing-along, too. So <laughs> Yeah, we're about to go have a 90s sing-along. You guys can all join us if you want. Clearly not. In spirit. Gonna... In spirit. We're gonna get. We're gonna X nay on the podcast day. X nay on the podcast day. Okay. Okay. So take us out, Dawn. If you have, if you have something to take us out on, she doesn't. I can tell right now, looking at I her face. I don't. I don't because I think oh, you got thrown uh, off by switchgrass on a bagel. I did. You really yeah. fucked me with I that know. one. Sorry. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So next week, Riverdale promo, and after that. Lots of Riverdale. And then I think Emily Paris is back in December. Oh, so. good God. <laughs> so much to look forward to. There's so much to. diversity in. Tis the season no! to be fucked I up. Think, no, I think we should probably, in in the interim of anything, do a Christmas movie, I think. I would love to do a Christmas movie. We'll try and squeeze a Hallmark. We'll figure it out. Masterpiece in there. In a the lifetime movie. masterpiece. A lifetime masterpiece. But yeah, until then. No buenos. Uh... <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, what is that one? You wrote it down too, I right? I did, wait, where is it? But I That's no it. bueno at my crime scene. That's no bueno at our podcast. That's no bueno uh, at our podcast. Okay, bye. Ciao, ciao.